Uh, Going to have a conversation here about uh, our police officers across this country. Uh, we know, um, you know, just ones that I've spoken to. Um, it's not easy. It's not easy being a police officer, especially, uh, I, I don't know if it's calmed down, but I know we had a big anti-police sentiment uh, in some parts of this country, uh, what, two years ago, three years ago, something like that. Uh, I don't know if it's at the same level that it was then, but it was all wrapped up around George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and lots of discussion about defunding the police and all those sorts of things. And uh, I know that was hard in speaking with police officers. I know it was tough. I know it wasn't easy, and I'm sure there's still uh, some of that going on. But more than that, um, it, it's a tough job, right, at the best of times. It's not easy. You, The people you deal with are the people having often the worst days of their lives, and that's what you do day in, day out. Every single day. It's not for the week. It's not for the week. It's a tough, tough gig. Um, and the Canadian Police Association says that uh, systemic and structural change uh, is needed to try and help out ho- officers all across the country who report feeling stressed, burned out physically and mentally. Um, like I said, it's hard. And uh, some of these numbers are a little alarming. We're going to chat now with Dr. Linda Duxbury, who's a professor in management and strategy at Carleton University and was involved in the surveys we're going to be talking about. Dr. Duxbury, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Well, thanks for having a story on the police that isn't starting out negative. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think this, you know. this is important to, to talk about. Uh, we, we rely on them for so much, and, uh, and it's not an easy job. There's no question about it, but uh, the survey that you did points out it's, it's really becoming difficult, and a lot of them reporting some some really, you know... Pretty terrifying numbers in yeah, terms of let, mental let, health. Let's Absolutely. just walk through the numbers, yeah. Yeah. So, and just to a little bit of context, it's not my first study of the police. I've been, I've been doing well-being, uh, you know, and cultural change and need for cultural change in the police for 20-plus years. And I can say unequivocally that the data is getting worse over time. So... If, if we look at it, you know, all of these conversations on defund the police, defund the police, which is a relatively small number of people, and yeah. the terminology is, is probably wrong. But, you know, the reality is we've been dumping more and more and more tasks on the police, and we have way too few police officers to do everything that we want them to do or expect them to do. Yeah. And that's... The, my data would say, and my working with the police, a lot of them go into the job because they really care about the community and want to make the community a safer place. And then, so that's why the data in our study say, even when they're sick, they show up. Yeah, even yeah. when they're mentally unwell, they show up because they're really worried about what will happen if they don't show up. Okay, so we'll pull apart a few of these things. First <laughs> Sorry, of all, that was a quote. No, that's that, that perfect synopsis. Uh, <laughs> when we talk about defund the police, I think you're right. You say the terminology is probably wrong. I, I call it the worst slogan that was ever created uh, in the history of slogans because it is abs- most people, I can say, don't want a world no. without police. And, and as okay. soon as you say defund the police, the conversation stops for so many people. But if you speak with police officers, and I have on the air, mm-hmm. and police chiefs, they say, you know what? Yeah, there are things you're asking us to do and paying us to do that we don't want to do because they're not policing. There is they a conversation to be had there. Policing. No, but the problem is there's nobody else to do it. That's right. So as we cut funding left, right, and center for a whole bunch of social services, et cetera, 
those problems still exist. And, you know, the police are a service that's available 24-7, and if we call them, they have to come. So uh, it is a problem. And the other misunderstanding is, they, you know, a lot of people seem to think, well, you know, they shouldn't be in mental health. And I can tell you, a lot of police don't want to be in mental health either. There are no options. But if you take away that piece of the job. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Okay, which will be very hard to do because many of the mental health calls involve the potential for danger and violence, yes, yeah. okay? But if you take away that piece of the job, the fact remains, we still don't have enough officers to do all of the other stuff we expect of them. Is that why uh, 35% of the police officers you surveyed said, you know, we're at work when we're just not feeling it mentally, we're not mentally well? Um, We're not. So part of it is the community, but part of it is they know if they don't show up, the workload's good because the task will still be there. Yeah, yeah. The calls will still come in. Okay, so even if they don't show up, those calls will still be there and their colleagues will be forced to deal with them. And they then they won't get uh, they won't get their leave. They won't get their time off. Then they, too, will burn out. And it's just it's we're into a very vicious cycle here where, you know, if you read my article or my report, I basically say one of two solutions, hire more officers you're not prepared to do that, then you've got to lower expectations on the police. You've got to take some of these things off their plate and not just mental health. You have to say, I mean, right now there's laws about how many officers have to be on patrol. You simply don't have those officers, then you're going to have to cancel leave for other officers. And a lot of people go, well, the police get paid a lot. It's interesting because a lot of police officers are turning down. You can't get them to show up. They're so burnt out. Even paying them and offering them a lot of extra money to come in, they go, no, I, I just can't do it. So it, it, we're, we've reached actually a point where we've got to do something. So are we seeing, I, I know I've seen recruiting ads from the police forces <laughs> all across. Are we seeing less and less people going into policing because of it? We're seeing less and less. We're seeing people uh, really think about policing as a career. You know, they could get a similar job, you know, with a lot less hassles, where they're not going to be filmed every time they show up, where people are not going to second-guess them, where when one officer does something, we pillarize and, and dump on the whole profession. So we have instances in the paper where a nurse euthanizes people, and she's charged with a crime. But we don't go, nurses are crap. Nurses can't right. be yeah. trusted. Yeah. We go, that nurse was a bad nurse. But we don't do the same thing for police if you start watching it. Nope. You're right. Very good point. Um, 
part of it I found interesting in, in the in the piece that you wrote was some of this is uh, it goes back on to police themselves because they have the culture. Um, is it is it a what's the th- I know for me it's just it's a dumb point of pride that I, I I never used to phone in sick. I'm trying to work on it, but police have the same thing where they don't phone. In. Is it because they don't want to put the burden on other officers or is it because we don't do that? We're strong and we show up. It's both. It's both. Okay. You know, um, so I'm a researcher. One of, we, we look at things called greedy organizations. So a greedy organization is one where you join it. The culture is this is your life. It's a yes. life calling. It's not a job, not a job. that you do yeah. for money. You, you know, I'm a police officer. I'm a, we're seeing the same thing with nurses because it's the same thing. You know, you go in, it's a helping profession. So greedy organizations can suck the lifeblood out of their members because... You know, nothing is more important. If you don't show up and you let your colleagues down, you let your community down, then you are a bad person. Yeah, yeah, I and got that's you. that's not conducive for good health. You know? not, definitely not. Um, <laughs> doctor, great, great insights. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for doing this article, you know. Thank you.